yeah, listen to that funky beat. That is some new music for our podcast by Michael Parallax. And thank you again for tuning back into Whatever the Weather, a podcast where me, Sarah Spivey, and Katie Blake talk about the weather. We are meteorologists down in San Antonio, Texas, and today we've decided to elaborate a little bit about weather safety and what you can do to keep yourself safe and aware during the upcoming severe weather season. This podcast was also recorded before the NCAA basketball finals, where Katie's Texas Tech Raiders made an awesome showing. It was definitely really interesting game and definitely had a lot of us on the edge of our seats. So we talk a little bit about that, but mainly we talk about weather safety. Hope you guys enjoy the music and this episode of Whatever the Weather, Safety. Jeez, Raul. I um, mean, honestly. Raul is wonderful. He, he is. is filming us for our vi- the visual part of a podcast, which sounds like not a thing, but it is a thing. The visual part of a podcast. You can watch Katie and I talk to each other in sitting down on ksat.com. And when Fascinating. We sh- and we share great new pieces of information, the genuine like look of shock and <gasps> wonderment. I just I wish you guys could have like heard what we were talking about earlier. Katie and I were um, singing many songs called "The Circle of Life." I can hear your earrings. That's the thing that's you know, Well, you know what? I'm just. It is what it is. Wow! Great start to this podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. to whatever the weather. We took a brief hiatus last week. I was uh, unable to attend work last week, but um, so that's cool. That's why we didn't record. But thank you guys for listening. We appreciate and it. And watching. And watching. That that's true too. So today we're going to do something interesting. Approaching us very soon, right around the corner, is severe weather season. Um, which, you know, sounds, again, like a band name. It'd be really cool to have a band Uh, like Severe Weather Season. Oh, yeah. We would play so many different really cool weather-themed songs like, Oh, no, the tornado's coming. That would be one song. Um, Think of another name, Katie. Quarter Size Hail. Quarter Size Hail. Wanna go to the jukebox, but it's storming outside. <laughs> Don't bring your quarters, cause it's quarter size hail. Something like that. Yeah, it's a really good start. Okay, really good start. But yeah, <laughs> we are going to talk about how to keep safe during severe weather season, mm-hmm. um, and and ways that that you know, honestly, being safe could save your life. And we're not just saying that to be. Yeah. Dramatic. It's true. Just good things to keep in mind that maybe you've heard before and it's a little cliche, but these are things that when when a storm is, you know, 10 minutes to your west, moving your direction, you need to have these things in your back of, in the back of your mind, ready to go. Things, you know, that you can do really quickly. It's Not true. that you have to sit and be like, oh, let me look up severe weather tips because you don't have time to do that. Right. Now, the reason why we really wanted to do this is because there was a video circulating on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a hailstorm or 
what could have been potentially a hailstorm, it wasn't even hailing yet, up in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And people on the highway had were in standstill traffic because some folks parked under an overpass, not on the side, in the middle of the highway, causing extreme dangerous backups. What are you laughing at? Andrew. Andrew, our friend Andrew was looking at us through the window. But um, that was very serious. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I heard what you said. (laughs) If you had seen what I had seen, you would have looked away as well. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so can you, um, that just, that would infuriate me. I mean, so imagine driving along and then you have to come to a stop in the middle of a thunderstorm On because the people have blocked the way so that they can protect their car from hail under an overpass. And you know, I'll, I'll you know, I'll play devil's advocate here. I can understand why people would be afraid and want to not yes, get their car or themselves injured by falling hail. But Katie and I are going to talk about what you should do in a hailstorm. Now, first and foremost, we are responsible for getting out the forecast. That's mm-hmm. on us and meteorologists around the nation. Mm-hmm. But we all have to take some personal responsibility when it comes to knowing what the weather is going to be like during mm-hmm. the day. There was information that there were going to be strong storms that day in Oklahoma. And if people had been paying attention to forecasts, they would know when to drive or when not to drive. Mm-hmm. And you can do that through many different ways, keeping up with the forecast. Not only are we on television telling you what the forecast is going to be like, these little bricks that we have in our pocket called cell phones um, are super accessible. And mm-hmm. that just going to say this straight off the bat, the regular forecast that comes on your iPhone like the weather app is not Apple, good. Apple it's not good because it's just a computer model that's spewing out information. Mm-hmm. Um, so your local TV stations have apps where we tell you about the weather. And we'd suggest lo- getting ours if you're in the San Antonio area, KSAT Weather Authority app. But but spend some time yeah. looking at the forecast before you head out the door. Yeah, definitely. And the thing about the overpass situation is that if you stop there, yes, it may protect you a little bit from the hail damage. But if there's there are strong damaging winds, and especially if there's a tornado, it's not going to protect you. Yeah, that could be you could just be a sitting duck. It could even funnel the air even faster. Yeah, so so it's, it's overpass is not a good idea. So. That's a great point, yeah. Katie. Um, what I'm thinking of doing here is I've got some hail safety 101. Hail, yes, hail safety. And um, first thing to do, here's what you should do in your car, okay? Mm-hmm. Scratch the overpasses. But the first thing you can do is if you hear that a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued for your area, go ahead and find a safe place to pull off of the highway and find a place like a gas station awning or Sonic, okay? Yes. With like the, the, um, the awnings above you. That's a good thing to do. When you are parked, if you are parked out in the open, okay, you want to stay away from your car windows. You mm-hmm. want to stay away from your car windows. And what you do is you turn your back to your car windows and you put something soft over your face like a blanket or if you have an extra jacket just put that over your face to protect you from the glass now uh, a hailstone is not going to go through the metal part of your vehicle 
it may go through the window, okay? Uh, especially if it's bigger than, you know, golf ball sized hail, that would probably do enough damage there. So just protect your face and mm-hmm. um, it probably wouldn't even hurt that much if it goes through the glass and then hits you because it's stopped a little bit. So keep that in mind. Um, now, Katie can say if you're in a house, what you should do for hail. Yeah, so if if it, you know, you'll start to hear the, the ping ping of of hail. Ping, ping. Um, so you need to stay inside until the hail stops. I think that seems obvious because even if it's little hail, if it did, like pelts you. But that's a point because some people, you know, will be like, oh my gosh, it's hailing. I got to move my car inside. Yeah. Just stay inside. No, <laughs> um, because if it's large enough, it could really hurt. I mean, yep. even the small hail would, would hurt a little bit. Um, stay away from all windows, including skylights. I've seen crazy pictures of skylights that if the hail is big enough, they get busted out. So, you know, that's in your bathrooms, bedrooms, stuff like that. So stay away from windows. Um, Avoid electrocution from lightning by not using landlines and electrical appliances. So I think the stay away from windows thing is is for hail. Um, Also uh, for lightning, too. Yeah. Um, Because if, you know, and in... Because if the winds are strong enough and it, you know, you've got limbs flying when it hits the window or something like that. Um, so those are some good tips if you are at home when there's a severe storm coming through. And it is so important. You know, you, you gave the example of if your phone goes off and says there's a severe thunderstorm warning for your area. You know what to do, right? I, I couldn't imagine driving along, driving into a thunderstorm and not knowing like, you know, is it severe or is it, is it not? Because if you know that, okay, this, if you get one of those warnings, it'll tell you what size hail is expected, what uh, speed the winds are, if there is a tornado possible with this storm. So you get all that information and then you can make an educated decision. You know, what direction is it moving? What direction am I driving? Yeah. Should I keep going or should I find a safe spot to pull off yeah. and seek shelter? Yeah. So really important to have a way to get those on your cell phone. And the good thing is that those are the alerts, like the amber alerts, that will go off as long as you don't have them turned off, which is why mm-hmm. we always encourage people not to turn those off. When they go off, they're loud, but it's really important information. Um, but you can get them that way. You can also get them through different weather apps if you have that setting turned on. Sometimes, yeah, that's the important part. Sometimes it doesn't come that way. Sometimes you have to go in and turn on the alerts for your area. Or sometimes people like get annoyed with like amber alerts or things that happen yeah. and they don't want their phone going off like in the middle of a meeting or something and so they'll turn them off. Our suggestion is just have them on. You know, if an yeah. amber alert happens in a meeting on your phone, it's going to happen on everybody's phone. That's so, so true. Yeah. So make sure you, you've got to have, it's not good enough to just have your phone. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure that the the manner in which you receive those warnings is is on or active. Okay. How about flood safety, Katie? Flood safety. Let's talk about it. So flood safety is important because um, obviously it can be life-threatening. And we know this in South Texas. We talked about this on a previous podcast. Flooding, even though it's, it's just water, it can easily become a life-threatening situation, particularly if you are driving around yeah. in a motor vehicle. And we've all seen these visuals, right? The car that is trying to get you know, somewhere and it gets stuck and then the person has to get out. Um, and 
yeah, I mean, it's it's so dangerous because you're, you know, you're driving and you see this water and you're like, oh, I, it's, I think I can make it, it'll be fine. And then people try to keep driving um, and then it turns out it's it's way too deep. And then if the water, if there's enough water and it's moving, yeah. it'll pick the car up, then that's... Yeah then that's very bad. Yeah, so again, best best thing to do is just, if you have to go about your day on the roads, just keep up to date with the weather forecast. Listen, I have been in scary situations before where I am driving and no matter how fast my windshield wipers are going, I cannot see anything and I'm on the highway. Mm -hmm. The thing that is really dangerous is when somebody in front of me stops on the highway mm -hmm. you just i know it's scary but you just got to keep going and if you find an exit take the exit and go to a safe place you just got to keep on going i wish i would not have been driving that day but it's the way it is so yeah it's good advice yeah and if there's a it's the same thing with the the warnings you would get for a severe thunderstorm with hail or wind if you get one for a flash flood that's yeah, that's almost just as serious mm -hmm. because that means there could be high water that could you know, submerge your vehicle, pick it up, and then you have to try to get out. So um, those days as well, even if we're not, you know, even if it's not a day that we're talking about big hail and wind and things like that, the flooding is just as serious and you yeah. should um, try to stay off the roads if you can when we're dealing with flash flooding. Good advice. Now, tornadoes and high winds, this is important. A lot of people, um, we don't really get too many tornadoes here in South Texas, but we mm -hmm. do get some occasionally mm -hmm. and they're usually on the weaker side. Sometimes they can be stronger. Tornado safety is really interesting because most um, tornadic deaths happen when somebody is completely exposed or they're in a structure that is not structurally sound. Mm -hmm. So completely exposed, you're in your car outside and there's a tornado or, or um, you don't have any building next to you that you can go into. Mm -hmm. uh, the other kind is like if you're in a, a mobile home or a, a, a house that is not able to take the strength of high winds, yeah. that's where a lot of those deaths come from too. Now, your chance of survival is very high if you can get to the most interior room of a house with no windows on the first floor, okay? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times this is closets, okay? This is um, basements for some people that have yeah. basements. This is the that half bath that's yeah. downstairs, okay? All those kinds of things. You have a, such a great chance of survival. Kids in school, have a good chance of survival too, because usually those hallways from one class to another are away from windows and they're surrounded by concrete, <laughs> yeah. you know, bricks, like just huge bricks. So mm -hmm. again, we our infrastructure has improved so much mm -hmm. that deaths from tornadoes are down a lot. Unfortunately, every now and then, you'll get a very strong tornado that hits just in the wrong place. And there's nothing you can do about that, yeah. but again, being inside in the most interior room, if you're driving, find a gas station, get into the gas station. And and what's interesting too about the tornado safety, your best bet is to yeah, get in the interior room, just like what Sarah was saying. But then um, the second thing you should do is protect your head yep. at all costs. And that can be as simple as covering your head with your hands. And that's probably what most people are gonna do. Um, but what was interesting when I lived in Mississippi, that part of the country is pretty prone to tornadoes. Like they, they hear this stuff all the time. They know what to do, and so a lot of schools um, and and homes like they have they get bicycle helmets, 
and they have them ready to go for like tornado drills and tornado safety. So they, you know, and that's got to be a game changer for parents because you can just put their, you know, when you're going to your safe place, just put their little helmet on. And that's a way that, you know, the head is going to be protected because we can sustain, you know, it's not going to feel good, but we could sustain, you know, cuts and injuries to maybe the rest of our body, like our legs, but you've got to protect your head. Wow. And protect that mic. Is that Am my right? middle button? Yeah, but that's okay. Sorry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, protect the head. Yes. In football and in tornado safety. Oh my protect gosh. The head. Yeah, and then we can, I mean, this is, there are just so many things we can talk about. So many light bulbs are going on. Lightning safety. Yeah. Um, that's, you, you, you saying football made me think about that. About lightning? Yeah, lightning safety. Because, um, you know, it's a big, it's always controversial when there's college games going on on Saturdays and somebody takes a picture of the stadium full of people and then there's lightning in the background. Oh, yeah, like a lightning delay and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. nobody likes This is interesting, delays. okay? Lightning safety is fascinating. First of all, you should be inside during a thunderstorm at, at all times. If we haven't said that enough, we are saying it again, go inside. But <laughs> if you are outside in the middle of a field and there is a thunderstorm nearby, you if you are about to get struck by lightning, you can actually tell before you get struck by lightning. We had talked about this briefly in our lightning episode, but the electricity, your hair, you will literally be able to feel your hair stand on end even you guys, your little arm hair, okay? You'll be able to feel it stand up. If that is happening to you, you are about to get struck by lightning. So the thing you do is you stand on your heels and you crouch to the ground. And by you standing on your heels, that will direct the channel just straight into the ground, okay? It won't go out, it won't fly out your fingers like one of those dolls that used to squeeze and the arms would go, do you remember those? Raul, do you remember them? Okay. I am talking to myself. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to stand on your heels and that would discharge the electricity into the ground. Still not great to get struck by lightning, but hey, lightning safety and get out pools True. and stuff. Okay. Anything else safety-wise you want to talk about? Hurricanes. Okay. Yes, hurricanes. Hurricanes. Which, granted, this is one of those things that we, you know, if there's a there's danger of a hurricane affecting like the Texas coast, for example. We'll be talking about it on the news and on social media. Yeah, for days. So that's the difference between between hurricanes and severe thunderstorms. A severe thunderstorm warning happens and you have, you know, minutes to get inside, Mm -hmm. seek shelter, things like that. Hurricane, you have longer to prepare. So that's why there's no excuse to not be ready for a hurricane, especially if you live along the Texas coast, anywhere along the Gulf Coast. Um, it's like Florida is our shining example of hurricane preparedness because they just have to be ready at all times. Um, and really the way, you know, you, you have to have a kind of like a hurricane kit almost that could sustain you and your family if you stay in your home after a hurricane hits and then, you know, you essentially have to prepare for not having power for what could be weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have water to drink, uh, water to bathe in. You've got to have food to eat. So like canned goods, non-perishable items. You've got to have flashlights. You've got to have batteries for the flashlights. If you can get a generator, that's great too. Um, You know, all that kind of toilet paper, 
one of those things like <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen Katie's <laughs> toilet paper and she went oh, one boy. of those things <laughs> that you don't you know when you need it and it's not there <laughs> bummer <laughs> right yes bummer so uh bummer. <laughs> that's not what I meant but that does that works yeah bummer dude sorry um okay. yeah so <laughs> and this is it gets tricky with hurricanes because you want to have that preparedness kit ready. But that's if you don't live in an evacuation zone. If you're in an evacuation zone, you have to leave. Yeah, you or should you, leave. You definitely should leave. Yep. It's frowned upon if you don't, don't do it. But many people don't. So that is just very brief on what you should do safety-wise. Mm-hmm. I want to take a moment and I want to talk about ways to get your weather. Okay, and ways to get your weather warnings, Mm -hmm. okay? Let's go back to 1960s, okay? What's happening in the 1960s? Katie, what do you remember history? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I don't, um... Who's the president in the 1960s? Bless it, I don't know. Let's talk about JFK. I know my presidents, okay. Let's talk about LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, okay? Um, (laughs) Carter, I think, was president in the 60s as well. No. Carter was in the 70s. Wow, do you even know history? Sorry, I guess I don't know. (laughs) Who was after LBJ? Uh, So, in the 1960s, the National Weather Service decided we need to get the information about severe storms out to people. And Mm -hmm. they couldn't do that through television because there weren't local TV stations everywhere. Not everybody had a television. Uh, There was no internet back then. Think about it. That kind of sucks, but it didn't exist back then. And so, what happened is they installed a radio system to let people know. And it was Mm -hmm. an automatic uh, transmission too. So anytime there would be a bad weather uh, event, like a severe storm or any kind of bad weather, they would send that information out. It would broadcast it across radio. And to this day, that remains the most reliable way to get weather alerts yeah. over the radio. Because you think about it, power goes out, cell service goes out, you need a radio. And they have weather radios. Mm-hmm weather radios available to this day and they're not that expensive and you should get one honestly it's really helpful especially in the middle of the night if there's a tornado warning sometimes the buzz we get on our phone would not be enough to wake you up right whereas the weather radio is hecka loud okay it's very loud i want to try to see if i can find an example of a weather radio alert and i'll put it on here okay yeah, I have a weather radio, and you can set it to where it's it's off, but it's on. Like you don't hear you don't hear the static or anything. But if an alert comes through, it will blare it. And yeah, that is important. Um, radios, you should have a weather radio. Um, but there are you know different ways. Oh, you have it? Yeah, I got one. This is gonna be. What is that noise? Oh, Today, students are busy. This is an ad. <laughs> Get started at <laughs> Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, that will wake you up. And then text comes on afterwards and it's like, it's like 
This is the National this, Weather yeah. Service from San Antonio, Texas. There is a severe thunderstorm warning in effect for Bear County. A thunderstorm moving to the <laughs> northeast at 30 miles per hour is capable of producing quarter-sized hail and 60 mile per hour wind gusts. Yeah. Seek shelter immediately. And then it'll even say like, it'll name locations in the warning area, yes. so different cities and towns. So, but that's the same information that comes through on the warnings that we display on TV. So we also share that information. So you've got your weather radio. If you, that's that's good all the time with power, without power. Um, when severe storms are coming through, we will have information on TV, especially if it's during a newscast. Yeah. And we'll also do cut-ins. Um, then we'll also, of course, update social media. So there'll be information there, but that should not be the first place you go because the way mm -hmm. things show up, you don't know what you're gonna see first in your in your timeline or in your feed. Um, and so that's when specific apps are very helpful. Um, like Definitely. we were talking about the settings, you know, you can have like our KSAT weather app, you can set a location, so like your home location. And if a warning is issued that includes that location, you'll get an alert right away, mm -hmm. um, but it's still not gonna be as loud yeah, As so weather that radio. One, <laughs> that one that we showed earlier was actually several <laughs> weather radios like, this going up. Like so here's a five. better. Here's a better one. This is for a tornado warning. I think in New York. Yeah. So that's a good example there yeah. of, of what it is. Yeah, so that's what you'll hear if there's a tornado warning or a severe thunderstorm warning, flash flooding as well. Alrighty. So what happened in your weekend television, Katie? Well, first of all, Congrats to your Texas Tech Raiders for making the Final Four. Thanks, man. We're excited. So this is gonna this is recorded before the game. Okay, we're gonna air this after the game. So it'll be interesting to know who won because Michigan State is facing Texas Tech. Now, in a normal situation, I'd be for your Raiders. Okay, but Katie and I are actually at the top of the KSAP bracket because we both picked Texas Tech and Michigan State to get pretty far. Uh -huh. Katie picked Tech to get all the way. I picked Michigan State to get all the way. So it is going to be battle of the <laughs> blonde and brunettes. <laughs> I'm just, I yeah, I'm very excited. You get to go, which is really exciting. Yes. I've never been game. to uh, Minnesota either. Where so the game is. I'm pretty excited about that. That airport in Minneapolis is like my favorite airport. It's amazing. Really? Yes. Okay. Raul, what do you like about that airport? The ramen noodle place where they Dude. make ramen noodles fresh right there. Yes. There's a ramen noodle place. And not only can you get ramen noodles fresh, you don't have to interact with people. Because you can order it on a screen, and um, then the only interaction is here is your ramen and your alcohol. Bless up for that, man. Bless up. 
What happened this week? Um, it was my birthday, which yeah. was groovy. Happy um, birthday, Katie. Thank you. You are 20 billion. Yeah, that's how I feel. Old and decrepit. Old and decrepit can rent a car. Life is good. Yeah. You're not old. It was nice. Our viewers were very, very nice, and I'm still getting some happy birthday wishes good. trickling into this week because we have the best viewers, and they were sending messages and comments, and I tried to get through them all. There were a lot, so thank you. Happy birthday to you. For being kind. Happy thank birthday you. to you. My weekend TV was um, good. It was good. Uh, we recently went through some changes for the weekend. Uh, our Max Massey is now anchoring the weekend mm -hmm. with us, and it's good. It's great. I miss Bill, of course, but Max has this energy in the morning that <laughs> I am just, I just love. Yeah. Because he is naturally like a morning person. And let me tell you, when you get up at two o'clock in the morning, what you need is you need somebody else to be excited about being awake <laughs> or else you just end up sleeping through the morning yeah. show. So I'm excited about it, changes and stuff. It's always hard when, you know, somebody like you uh, decide, decides to, you know, go and do better things and off to better things and you miss mm -hmm. them because you get close to people. Yeah. But it's still really great and I'm, I'm thankful for Bill and all he's done and I'm excited for Max to take over that role too. Nice. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So, guys, you've got to be safe. you got to take care to make sure that you avoid severe weather and are safe. So, remember, you got it, Katie? <laughs> yes. To weather the weather, whatever the weather. Thank mm -hmm. you.